0: Good morning to all. Welcome to Sunrise Community Church. Bienvenidos a la Iglesia Comunidad de Amanecer. We're into June already. It is getting to be a different season, a different time of year. uh, And I pray that this will be a time of refreshment. For you individually with your family in the church, I espero que sea un tiempo de refrescura para su familia, para esta iglesia, para los niños. And I am excited about the uh, upcoming vacation Bible school coming next month, so, boys and girls, be ready for that. And I want to get you ready right now also for the time uh, we call Children in Worship. That's for you, boys and girls, up to fifth grade. We want to send you out. And give you an opportunity to learn God's word, to have some great time together. And so thanks to our teachers and helpers for that ministry. Los niños pueden ir al tiempo de niños en adoración. And as they head out, I uh, just want to uh, say again thank you for your, your participation in the Pentecost Sunday offering. This past week, Martín and I were in Austin, Texas with Frank and Veronica Ferreira. You saw them through our video a couple weeks ago. And we'll have more to say about that down the road, but we are so excited about seeing what God can do through that offering and through the work of church planting in other places, with Amago Church, our, our daughter church down the road, and now looking at what God can do in Austin, Texas. Uh, Martín and yo acabamos de regresar un viaje de Austin con los hermanos Frank Ibero Farrera. Estamos orando mucho y les uh, agradecemos su participación en la ofrenda de Pentecostés para apoyar La obra de la plantación de iglesias allá. I'm also excited this morning. We have a wonderful blessing in store as we come around God's word during this time. And it's my privilege to introduce someone to you that I've gotten to know over the past few months. Uh, He came with his wife uh, this past last year in August or so, right? Uh, And uh, this is Pastor Ryan Hall. He is a pastor of preaching at Tulare Community Church, serving with that congregation that, as you know, is special to us because that's our parent congregation. And uh, his wife, Claire, as well. We've gotten to know each other through Claire's involvement with the Care Portal ministry. Many of you have heard of Care Portal. We're beginning to learn about how we can reach our community uh, through that ministry, and she is right at the center of that. But Pastor Ryan, we want to invite you to come up here and you are in for more than one surprise here, and I don't want to, I'm not going to steal Ryan's thunder, uh, solo le voy a decir que bienvenido Ryan, y, y pues gracias por compartir con nosotros la Palabra de Dios.
1: Gracias. Let's pray. Lord, as, as we sang, we need you this morning, and I pray that you would fill our hearts with your love and with your grace. Nuestro Señor, te necesitamos todos de los días. Llene nuestros corazones con tu amor y tu con gracias. Con tu gracia. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Well, good morning. All right. Buenos días. My name is Ryan. I am indeed a, a pastor at Solaria Community Church. Uh, it is so very cool to be here with you all. I, I've um, spent a lot of time here, not as much time as I should, though, uh, praying. we uh, A group of pastors joined together on Tuesday mornings here to pray, and it's a it's a joy and a privilege to be able to be here with you all this morning. Uh, we are going to spend some time in the book of 1 Timothy, and uh, we're going to be looking at chapter 1, verses 12-12 to 18, uh, verses 12 to 20, Uh, capítulo 1, versos 12 a 20, and I want us to think about this phrase that will help orient our time. Queremos que pensamos sobre esa frase que va a ayudarnos uh, ese mañana, the phrase is grace is offered to the worst of us, including me, even me, and even you. La gracia está ofrecida a los peores de nosotros, aunque a mí y aunque a usted. Listen now to the word of the Lord from First Timothy, chapter 1, capítulo 1, verses 12 to 20. Versos 12 a 20. Invisible, the only God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Timothy, my son, I am giving you this command in keeping with the prophecies once made about you, so that by recalling them you may fight the battle well, holding on to faith and a good conscience, which some have rejected, and so have suffered shipwreck with regard to the faith. Among them are Hymenaeus, and Alexander, whom I have handed over to Satan to be taught not to blaspheme. Grace is offered to the worst of us, even to me and even to you. La gracia está ofrecida a los peores de nosotros, aunque a mí y aunque a usted. When I was 14 years old, cuando tenía 14 años, I, I was uh, in Monterey, California, which is where I grew up, so I de Monterey, and I was outside of a uh, building trying to get into a public dance, estaba tratando a entrar una bailada pública, con- with a couple of friends. We were only 14, and a lot of the kids that we were around were a lot older than us, or a lot Bigger than us, la mayoría de los niños que estábamos con uh, eran más grande y tenían más años que nosotros. We were bored. Estábamos aburrido, and so we said, "Well, let's let's go for a walk, right? Let's go for a walk." Um, y empezamos, empezamos a caminar. And as we're walking, a car pulls up. Yeah, um, Así estábamos caminando, un coche se se vino. And this car, it it had lights, not normal lights. Uh, It had lights that were blue, and they were red. Las luces estaban uh, rojo y azules. And my two friends, bolted. They sprint into the like, forest that we're walking next to. Mis amigos se corri, uh, corrieron en el bosque uh, 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 de que estábamos caminando. I stay absolutely planted, like my feet are in the cement. I was terrified. Tenía mucho, mucho miedo. The police officer, she gets out of her car and she comes up to me, and she asked me three questions. me pregunto tres preguntas. She said, uh, "Do you know what time it is? Have you been drinking tonight, and what are you doing here?" I think that I answered about one third of those truthfully, and she said, "Well, what are you doing here? Qué haces aquí ahora?" And I boarded out, well, I'm waiting for my parents. Estoy esperando para mis padres, right? Lied again. She said, well, you're breaking curfew, and I'm going to need to take you into the station. Necesitas ir a la estacion. So she goes to her car, Eva a su coche, and she opens the back door, Abre la puerta, and she says, "Son, get in." And so I, I get into the back of the car, and I don't know if you've ever been in the back of a police car. Espero que no has estado en un coche de policía. But it's not designed for comfort. Uh, you sit on, on a seat of hard plastic. Uh, plastico muy duro. And there's a screen in front of you uh, that, a metal grate, as, lo, uh, as well as a piece of hard plastic that separates you in the back seat from the officer. And I'm sitting there, sweat is dripping down my whole body. I'm sitting there, estaba sentando por cinco minutos, diez minutos five minutes, ten minutes, twenty minutes. sentía como cuatro años, tal what felt like four years, uh, goes by. And then, out of the corner of my eye, I, I see more lights. These ones aren't red and blue, but they do belong to another police car. And an, another officer gets out of that car. Y los dos empezaban a hablar. Hablarse con, con uno a otro. They start talking with one another. And I, of course, think that the two officers are talking about me, but probablemente estaban hablando sobre el año de los 49ers. They were probably talking about how the 49ers were doing that year. And after they get done talking for a while, the woman comes to the back of the car. She opens the door and she says, Son, call your parents and go home. Llame a tus padres y ir a la casa. And so I sprint, a lot like my friends did, I sprint just as fast to the nearest Denny's, and I ask if I can use their phone, and I call my dad to come pick me up. Corrí al Denny's más cerca y pregunté para usar el teléfono. Llamé a mi padre y fui a la casa. Now, I wonder if I'm alone in this kind of experience here this morning. Um, Soy la única persona que ha tenido ese tipo de experimento where I had broken, literally broken, había roto a menos dos o tres leyes. I'd broken at least two or three laws. I was deserving of punishment. I really was, and yet I was let go. I was let off. Maybe tal vez han hecho los decisiones correctos durante todo toda de tu vida. Maybe you've made all the right decisions in in your life, and and you can't actually relate to this story at all. Or maybe you spent your teenage years, your early 20s, so lost in all kinds of stuff that, that you can't believe that you're about to celebrate your 30th wedding anniversary and that you're a grandparent. Maybe you smoked a a pack a day for 25 years. Tal vez has fumado por 25 años, pero tienes salud. Maybe you are healthy as can be, and you can't really believe it. Maybe you spent your college years, your early years when, when you were young, so lost in drinking and drugs and partying that you can't now believe that your family still invites you to all of the family get-togethers, all the holidays, and that the love of your life said, I do, on the altar. No matter where you are this morning, you are not alone. You're not alone in your family you're not alone in your friend group you're not alone here at Sunrise Community Church no estás la única por, uh, persona con ese tipo de ese tipo de un pasado no en tu grupo de amigos no en tu familia y especialidad especialmente no aquí en amanecer no matter what you think that, that you've done, you are not alone, especially within the context of this book, the Bible, and you're most certainly not alone in relation to the guy who wrote our passage today. Paul, Pablo, creo que sí, Pablo, in español, um, Saul, so, uh, he was from a, a devout family, a devout Jewish family. He, he uh, was a, a Roman citizen, un ciudadano de uh, Romano, muy importante, that was, a, that was a big, big deal at the time. Uh, in Philippians 3.5, he says, he was circumcised on the eighth day of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, in regard to the law of Pharisee. Acts 23.6 tells us that he was a a Pharisee, born of Pharisees. Un pharisaico nacido de pharisaicos. We know that when he was young, he was sent to study the Jewish law. Sabemos que cuando estaba joven, ella estaba enviado para estudiar la ley judaico. After his studies, Paul got into the Christian persecution business. Después de sus, uh, de sus estudios, Paul entró uh, y empezaba a perseguir los cristianos primeros. And for Paul, business was booming. In the book of Galatians, we learn that Paul was bent on destroying the church. Sabemos que Pablo quería a destruir La Iglesia. In fact, the, the very first mention of Paul, or Saul, that we get in the Bible is in the book of Acts. La primera vez que oyemos de Paul es en el, uh, el libro de Acts, uh, in, in uh, uh, capítulo 8, verso 1, in verse 8, chapter 1. And all it says, it's a really creepy verse, all it says is, And Saul approved of their killing him in reference to one of the earliest Christian followers. Saul approved of their killing him. This was a bad dude. Estaba un hombre muy malo. Estaba legalístico, violente y determinado para destruir la iglesia. He was legalistic, he was violent. And he was determined to bring the church down to its knees. It's hard to imagine that Jesus died for the guy who wanted to kill all of his followers. Es difícil para imaginarse que Jesús se murió para el hombre quien quería matarse todos de los cristianos primeros. Now, if you're new to church and you're checking out Christianity, see tienes curiosidad sobre la cristianidad. you might be saying, vez estás diciendo, hold on a minute there, Pastor. Isn't this guy Paul? Aren't there a whole bunch of churches that are named after this guy? ¿No hay muchas iglesias que tienen sus nombres de ese hombre? Didn't he write a bunch of the New Testament? ¿No uh, se escribió mucho del Testamento Nuevo? I'm glad that you asked. Very good question indeed. Muy, uh, una pregunta muy bien. Here's what goes down. Aquí es lo que se pasa? This is Acts 9. Verses 1 to 9 and then 17 to 19. Capitulo 9, versos 1 a 9. Y entonces 17 a 19. Meanwhile, Saul was still breathing out murderous threats against the Lord's disciples. He went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues in Damascus so that if he found any there who belonged to the way, whether men or women, he might take them as prisoners to Jerusalem. Saul got up from the ground, but when he opened his eyes, he could see nothing. So they led him by the hand into Damascus. For three days he was blind and did not eat or drink anything. Let me skip ahead. This is verse 17, verso 17. Then Ananias went to the house and entered it. Placing his hands on Saul, he said, Brother Saul, The Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road as you were coming here, has sent me so that you may see again and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Immediately, something like scales fell from Saul's eyes, and he could see again. He got up and was baptized, and after taking food, he regained his strength. See, when Paul says in our passage here today that he was the worst among sinners, he means it. Cuando Pablo dice en nuestros paisaje hoy que él estaba el pecador peor, es la verdad. He's not speaking in hyperbole, but he is speaking as a man who is astoundingly aware of God's mercy and grace in his life. Life. El está hablando y escribiendo sobre uh, como un hombre quien sabe conoce sobre la gracia de el señor en su vida. By saving Paul, even Paul, a man who flagrantly and openly persecuted and attacked the church, God is demonstrating that his patience has no Limits con el, la salvacion de Pablo, aunque Pablo el Señor está demostrando que su paciencia no tiene límites. Verses 15 and 16, verses uh, 10, uh, 15 y 16, in our passage here today, en nuestros paisajes dice: says, Here is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am the worst. But for that very reason, I was shown mercy so that in me, the worst of sinners, Christ Jesus might display his immense patience as an example for those who would believe in him and receive eternal life. If God would and could change my story... Paul is saying, imagine what he can do for you. Si el Señor pudiera cambiar mi historia, imaginarse lo que se pueda hacer con la historia de usted. See, si, grace is offered to the worst of us, even to me and even La gracia está ofrecida a los peores de nosotros, aunque a mí y aunque a usted. No matter what you've done, no matter the guilt, no matter the shame that you might be carrying, no matter how far you think that you've drifted away from God, if He can offer Paul, the worst of sinners, grace. Mercy and forgiveness, he can offer it to you too. See si, el Señor se pueda ofrecer la gracia a Pablo, el pecador peor el se pueda ofrecerlo a usted también. We are offered that grace. Estamos ofrecido la gracia, that forgiveness freely, because of what Jesus Christ did on the cross. Por culpa de lo que hizo Jesús en la cruz. A guy named Brennan Manning knew this grace personally. He was uh, an author. He was a former priest. Él estaba un sacerdote quien se perdió su posición. Hacía un resuelto de su bebiendo. El estable un alcohólico. He was a former priest who who lost his priesthood uh, through a battle with alcoholism that, that ruined his life. But he wrote this in his book, The Ragamuffin Gospel. He said, My deepest awareness of myself is that I am deeply loved by Jesus Christ, and I have done nothing to earn it or deserve it. Let me read that again. My deepest awareness of myself is that I am deeply loved by Jesus Christ and I have done nothing to earn it or deserve it. La identidad más importante para mí en mi vida es que estoy querida por el creador del universo, por Jesús Cristo. Not as a former priest, not as an alcoholic, no como un sacerdote, no como un alcohólico. His deepest awareness of himself was that he was deeply loved by Jesus Christ and that he had done nothing to earn it or deserve it. That is an awareness that will change your life. Es una identidad que se pueda cambiar su vida. It's an awareness that will bring the worst of us to our knees. It is an awareness that only the gospel can provide. Es una identidad que solamente la cristianidad pueda proveer. Everything else in the world will chew you up and spit you out. It will force you to carry around the labels that have consumed you for far longer than you'd like to admit. But the gospel promises grace to the worst of us, love unimaginable, and we have done nothing to earn it or deserve it. La promesa de la cristianidad es gracia y amor más que algo que podemos imaginarse, y no hemos hecho nada para ganárselo. That is a trustworthy saying indeed. And that is the heart of Christianity. Eso es el corazón de la iglesia y de la cristianidad también. And as we wrap up, I, I want to share just a, a quick story. Así terminamos. Quiero compartir una historia muy corta. I was at a hilarious Association of Churches, meeting with Pastor Russ several weeks ago. Estaba uh, asistiendo un encuentro de uh, la asociación, uh, as, asociación de las iglesias en Tulare, algunos semanas en el pasado. And Melissa Lewis, who, who works with Care Pregnancy Resource Center here in Tulare, shared a story about a young woman who, about a year ago, found herself in the waiting room Of an abortion clinic. Melissa compartió una historia sobre una mujer quien uh, la encontró en un clínico de abortión. While sitting there, mientras estaba allá, this woman had a, a change of heart. She was unable to carry through, to follow through with this procedure. Ella no uh, pudiera hacer la operación. She is now the proud mother of that very child. Ella es ahora la madre de, de esa niña. And the care pregnancy center walked with her every step of the way. And, and recently, this young mom reflected with Melissa. Esa madre dijo a Melissa, y, y ella dijo... I can't believe where my life was a year ago. No puedo creer a dónde mi vida fue un año en el pasado and how God has worked in it since. Y como el Señor ha trabajado en mi vida. I grew up in church my whole life. Crecía en la iglesia por toda de mi vida, but I was never told that God loved me and that Christ died for me. Pero no estaba dicho que Dios me quería y que Jesús se murió para mí. I know that now, and everything has changed. Yo sé esa verdad ahora y todo ha cambiado. No matter your story here this morning, sunrise, I will not let you leave this church. No voy a permitir todos de ustedes para salir esa iglesia hoy. I'm not going to let you leave without letting you know, without telling you if you're asleep. This is the time to wake up that God loves you and that Jesus died for you. Que el Señor te quiere y que Jesús se murió para usted. Grace is offered to the worst of us, even to me and even to you. La gracia está ofrecida a los peores de nosotros, aunque a mí y aunque a usted. Let's pray. Lord, we we give you thanks. Te damos gracias this morning for your grace, para tu gracia for your love, para tu amor, for your presence in our lives, para tu presencia en nuestras vidas. Lord, all that we do is a result of what you have done for us. Todo lo que hacemos es un resuelto de lo que has hecho para nosotros. And We have life, tenemos vida, Lord Jesus, because you were willing to give up your life for us. Porque Jesús, moriste para nosotros. Lord, may all of our actions, may, may they be a reflection of your love. Se puedan todo que hacemos estar un a reflexión de lo que has hecho para nosotros. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen.